Well, welcome to On The Way. I'm Pastor Kevin. I'm here with Pastor Jeff, and however and wherever you may be listening, we're so glad you're tuned in today. Whether you're listening on your favorite podcasting app or you're listening to us on the radio, Pastor Jeff, how's your New Year's resolution going, man? Oh, you know, I don't really make New Year's resolutions. Uh uh, mostly because I can't ever keep them. I can't, <laughs> I can't ever do them. I, I, there was a few years there where I decided, you know what, I'm going to really lose some weight. I'm going to join the gym. And and I really decided that the only reason I join a gym is because I need to lose like 20 or $30 a month. <laughs> That's about it. And I, I don't ever go. I end up just paying them money and they, they love me. I bet they did. Yeah, they did. yeah, they do. <laughs> well, you know, most people make, uh, most Americans make some sort of New Year's resolution. Mm-hmm. As yeah. you mentioned, yeah. uh, most popular one is probably to lose weight or get in right. shape. Sometimes people say, I want to quit smoking or quit some bad habit, or maybe they want to start a habit. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, What about you? I, you know, <laughs> what about I, your New Year's resolutions? You know, <laughs> I, one New Year's resolution I've always had, and, and I mean, this is going to sound very typical pastoral, yeah, but I'll we'll say Give it, it anyway. It is, uh, every year I kind of set a goal to try to read through the Bible mm. every year. Mm-hmm. And I yeah. have actually what's called a one-year Bible. You know, they where they break it up, an Old Testament reading, a New Testament reading, something from the Psalms and Proverbs. Right. And, and so that's always one of my resolutions mm. every year I have. I mean, I have some others too. But uh, <laughs> I've well, always you, wondered about those one-year Bibles. Do they make a new one every year? Yeah. <laughs> is that, no, is it the same Bible every year? <laughs> Well, we hope that uh, you're enjoying your new year, and mm. new year, we want to encourage you to make a spiritual New Year's resolution. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, often when we think of New Year's resolutions, we don't think of growing in Christ, and we want to encourage you to to uh, uh, grow in your relationship with God, because right. Pastor Jeff, as we always say, we're on the way somewhere. That's right. We're on the way somewhere. You might be listening on the radio, and you're on your way to work, or maybe you just got home from work, and you're on your way to the refrigerator. Or maybe this is a Sunday morning and you are on the way to church. Wherever you are, you're on the way somewhere. And and our goal, part of our goal of on the way is we called it that because like we said, we're all on the way somewhere and we want to make sure that we can help you find your way on the way to heaven. Yes, and we're so excited only for the second time mm. in the history of On the Way, Pastor Jeff. Yeah, we yeah. have an in-studio guest. Yes. Now, the last time we had in-studio guests, Pastor Jeff, you might remember, oh, it I was remember. way back last May for Mother's Day, right. and we had both our mothers in here. Yeah, and they had so much to say about us, we ended up having to do two episodes <laughs> That's on exactly that right. podcast. That's exactly right. But today, we are really honored to have yes, a special are. guest with us, uh, Pastor Dr. Uh, Vargas, Minor Vargas, from our partner in Guatemala. Mm. And he is here with us in studio, and we're excited to talk today with him about what we often say at Fincastle, we want to change the world. Right, yeah, from right here in, in little Podunksville, Virginia, we want to change the world. And how do we do that? And we always say we want to change the world from Fincastle Baptist Church, and and we want to do that through technology. Obviously, Mm -hmm. you're listening to us right now. We're using technology as we're recording this, and 
through church planting. And we want to spend a lot of time, Pastor Jeff, talking with uh, Pastor Miner here about church planting and mm-hmm. the the excitement that church planting happens. I, I guess before we dive in, though, we ought, to, we ought to just remind our listeners, why are we doing this anyway? What, what, yeah. what, what is the purpose of church planting? Well, I mean, the purpose of church planting is is fulfilling the last great commandment, the last great commission that God or Jesus gave us before he left. You know, mm-hmm. uh, the end of Matthew chapter 28, verse 19. Actually, if we back up into verse 18, there's an important part in there. Mm-hmm. It says, uh, Jesus came and said to them, all authority has been given to me in heaven and on earth. And then he gives us the commandment. But stop right there for a second. All authority has been given to Jesus Amen. in heaven and on earth. Do you recall a time in Scripture past this point where that has been rescinded? No. It's not. Yeah. And so many times we as Christians act like we, we don't have that power when really Jesus says, I still have the power. You've got you've to tap into my power. And so through that process of tapping into Jesus' power, we do what he tells us to do. In verse 19, he says, Go, therefore... And make disciples of all the nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe everything I have commanded you. And remember, I am with you always, even to the end of the age. And so that's the great commission that Jesus gave us. That's our mandate. That's uh, that's our purpose. And when we think about church planting, I, I guess I want to encourage our listeners to think differently today. We're going to stretch your thinking. You might think of a church as a building. And, you know, the Bible tells us that the church is not a building. It's mm, it's people. That's right. And uh, so we want to officially welcome uh, Dr. Minor Vargas with us. We're so glad you're here all the way from Guatemala. Thank you for being on, on the way today, brother. Thank you, Pastor Kevin. Thank you, Pastor Jeff, for having me here. It's a privilege. Mm-hmm. Now, Pastor Minor, I know you've spoken literally all over the world, and uh, God has used you greatly as the president and the founder of Crown Theological Seminary, uh, the Jerry Falwell Training School down in uh, Hope of Life in Zacapa, Guatemala, and uh, your ministry extends to multiple countries. Uh, you oversee multiple churches, and you oversee mm-hmm. a tremendous church planting effort. Talk about that a little bit. Well, as an evangelist, I travel around the world preaching in many churches, Mm. mega churches, big churches, in uh, different places. But um, like 10 years ago, my heart started to think about the little churches. Mm. So I started serving little churches and going to small churches to preach was something very different. But like eight years ago, I receive a rare call to plant churches, but not in the big cities, even though we have planted churches in the metropolis areas. But now my call has been directed for the last eight years to plant churches where I have absolutely uh, no one else gone before, the most remote places Mm. of the earth. Like, who can think in a mountain? Who can think on the tribe of Ticuna, the mountains of Guatemala, the mountains of Belize, El Salvador, uh, places where no one will ever think? For example, in a landfill, hmm. a place where people live there picking up trash to hmm. recycle. Wow. Who will 
think about planting a church. And we mm -hmm. have a, a, one of our church planters went and says, well, I'm going to bring a piece of bread with beans and cream and give everyone after they hear me 15 minutes preaching. And he's been doing that for many years. Now he has a church in the middle of a landfill where no one will ever go. So that's what we want to do. Even in, in hospitals, even in jails, Mm. Uh, once I asked my brother, will you help me do a baptistry in this jail? And my brother says, no, I'll help you do a whole church with a baptistry <laughs> inside. Yeah. So we just ask and the Lord provide. Yeah, Amen. So Amen. these church planters, whether they're going to a landfill to plant a church, which uh, you know most of our listeners probably have a hard time even comprehending, Pastor Jeff. Oh, I know. I've been there. I've been to a, a church in a dump. Yeah, yes. and and I saw the man's house, and I'm telling you, he was as content as he could be yeah. because he was telling people about Jesus, and he had graduated, I believe, from from your seminary, and he yeah. was there just in what what we in America would say, oh my goodness, that needs to be torn down and burned. That was his house, and so these individuals, no matter where they're going, they still need training, they still need education, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, so they can teach and preach the authentic gospel. And after the break, when we come back, we're going to talk more about that. So we'll be right back after this short timeout. Are you enjoying On The Way? If so, please feel free to share this podcast with others. You can listen to On The Way on all of your favorite podcasting apps. If you are interested in learning more about On The Way or Fincastle Baptist Church, visit our website at www.fincastlebaptist.org. That's www.fincastlebaptist.org. Now, back to On the Way with Pastor Kevin and Pastor Jeff. Well, welcome back to On the Way. We are so excited today. I'm Pastor Jeff. This is Pastor Kevin. We have with us a special guest today, all the way from Guatemala, Pastor Minor Vargas. And we are so excited uh, to have him with us today. And uh, we're talking about the purpose of the church, and that is to fulfill the Great Commission, uh, to go and plant and make disciples that can make disciples that can make disciples, and that is what we're talking about. And Pastor Vargas, uh, before we uh, before we left in the last break, you mentioned that you had a calling to go and plant churches where no one else has gone before, and you mentioned uh, planting them in landfills and places like that. You can't do that alone. I mean, I don't imagine that you're traveling around to all of these churches preaching every Sunday at these churches. So how do you multiply yourself and your gifts and abilities? And I know that you probably do that through the seminary and through what you guys have called the Timothy Initiative. So can you kind of just tell us a little bit about that? how that works, how you train these people and, and send them out. I, I was an evangelist before, and I used to pray a lot about bigger crusades, mm -hmm. bigger mm -hmm. seminars. But once I was praying in my old Casa Cliff, my home, and I felt in my heart that I could never win as many souls as the Lord wanted mm -hmm. on, unless I clone myself. Right. <laughs> right. And that came very strong, and I said, this can't be the the word of God. How yeah. can I clone myself? Right. But then I understand that I must clone the vision, the heart to the souls. Right now that we are mm. training people, I feel that I'm cloning myself because uh, I go with my wife or my team and we go anywhere. They will ask us, 
I will not say uh, what kind of hotel I'm going to be staying. I just say <laughs> where is the souls and we'll go. So Amen. we are training yeah. four by four. That's what we call them, four by four church planters. I remember when we, my, I, myself, my wife, we went and planted a church in Guacalmaja. That's many hours away from the asphalt lane, mm-hmm. from the highway, up. And we planted, and then we had no one. But one mm. of our students says, I take over that church. Wow. And we gave him a brand new 4 by 4 donkey. So <laughs> four by four the, donkey. Day, the day he graduated, <laughs> Carlos Vargas, my brother, was there. And everybody was like kind of jealous because we announced that we will give him a brand new 4 by 4 But no one knew it was a donkey. And he said, here's the donkey. And you go up there. And he said, it doesn't matter. Because everybody oh, was laughing. Wow. And you thought it was a car? No. I said, I knew it. And now I'm going to live in a five-star, better than five-star place. Because mm. I just opened my eyes. All the stars going to be there. It's going to be thousands of stars. Wow. So the mentality <laughs> of this guy went to one tough place. People yeah. were not educated in that mountain. But he did not just show him Christ, but tried to give him a school and everything. Mm. And so with wow. this school that is formed there in Guatemala and training, I know you've mentioned to us before we were recording that, uh, I mean, over a thousand, how many people have been trained? How many church planters have it, you Church trained? planters close to 2,000. I just don't have the exact number, yeah. but it's around 18 plus 100 Goodness. church planters. Yeah. And, wow. and so when we think of, yeah, I love what you said, you know, reproducing myself, cloning myself. And um, boy, what a challenge for all of us as we're on the way today, mm-hmm. wherever we are on the way to, what a challenge for all of us to be the hands and feet of Jesus and right. to be a light right. in the darkness in whatever area of influence that he is, he's given us. And so I know that you you had a school. It was it was very successful. People from all over Central and South America would come for training, and mm. then we all know what happened in March of 2020 when COVID 19 hit and a global pandemic. And mm. obviously, that had to change things. For your school, people could no longer travel from multiple countries to the school. So how... How did you handle that? What, what what did you do? Well, I myself couldn't travel also, couldn't yeah. not go out and in to go training. I live mm. in Providence, Rhode Island. I travel every month to the mountains of Guatemala and I stay there for seven days, ten days, training people. Mm-hmm. So no more traveling, no more nothing. Mm. So uh, I, we started contacting the most people we have the phone numbers and mm. says, Get in a smartphone because we're going on Zoom. <laughs> and many wow. years before I tried to talk to them about Zoom, they were talk- They think I talk in Chinese. <laughs> no one wanted to know about Zoom, not even in the United States, much less yeah. in these mountains. Yeah. So 54 of them got hold of a smartphone. Wow. I don't know how they did it. I said, go and buy a used one, whatever, because I'm going to go live on the classes. We're not going to stop. So wow. we didn't even reinvent that from a classroom to go and Zoom with people in the deepest remote mountains of Guatemala. But now where will we plant churches if there's a pandemic and no one can gather together? So we start planting churches on TikTok, on um, wow. Snapchat, on uh, Twitter, Facebook Live, YouTube, 
uh, WhatsApp, mm. and Zoom, and other ways that I still don't know, but people start doing <laughs> all these things. Everybody, all these four by four students, church planters, will have to reinvent themselves and bring ideas, creativity. And this is how uh, last year we ended up with at least 72 new churches wow. we call cyber churches. Hmm. Wow. And so when we talk about using technology to change the world, Pastor Jeff, here's, yes. a, here's a man that yeah. is training church planners in the mountains of Central and South America. And, you know, I know my— From Rhode my, Island. From Rhode Island. <laughs> you know, my own— uh, my own parents are missionaries, and I remember one time my dad was in Africa, and he tells the story where he was taking a picture of a guy on the side of the road, and he said it was just like you would expect. The guy was a traditional African, he, he you know just in the middle of nowhere, and he does you know he just kind of motions with his hand like, "Can I take your picture?" And the guy said, "Yes." He poses. And as dad's about ready to take the picture, he hears ring, ring. And this guy inside is, you know, in other words, people have cell phones everywhere yeah, in the world. Yeah, they really, uh, sometimes really in America, do. we we don't realize that. And uh, you're talking about using Zoom to plant cyber churches. Mm. Did you say TikTok? Now, Pastor Jeff, are you on TikTok? <laughs> I'm not. No. I, I don't even know if I've ever watched more I mean, than three I've, or four TikToks. I've watched it, but I'm not I'm not a huge fan. I'm not on Snapchat. I'm not on <laughs> So how, how would someone plan a church on TikTok? TikTok or Snapchat, they have to not preach like 15 minutes, I say before, 10 minutes. Now they have to do it in 30 seconds if they want a successful message. Like wow. any crazy thing. So, you know, it's not chat, TikTok. It's just a lot of crazy <laughs> people listening to these things. So people grab like, let's say, a song. In yeah. a little piece of a song that is very famous and hidden mm -hmm. in every secular radio. And they grab the little part of that song and yeah. make a message about reconciliation, about love, wow. about family. So they have to produce that. And they have to at least once a week bring one of those Snapchats and they start growing their community. Some of them, they wow. have grown it to thousands. Wow. Wow. You know, I, I know... Uh, I know a lot of Baptists that would like to join that church with a 30-second message. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. You're right there, Pastor but Jeff. But you know, this, this emphasizes something that we say around here a lot that I heard from someone else that is not unique to me. Uh, it says, we are not on pause. We're still on mission. Oh, yes. And, and I love your idea to adapt the method but persist in the message. Oh, it's very important. Absolutely important. That makes it a church, the persistence, yes. Absolutely. And 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 there's so much more to this. And we wanna we wanna dive into this a little more with you and and experience more of what you have experienced and how we as as an American church can partner with that and help to change the world from Fincastle, Virginia. And we'll talk about that a little more after this break. Fincastle Baptist Church Highlands Campus is excited to invite you to join our church family. With programs and events for kids, youth, men, women, and the church in general, you are sure to find some way to be involved and connected to our community. On Sundays at 9.30 a.m., we have connect groups available where you can study the Bible and share life experiences. Then, at 10.45 a.m., join us for our in-person Sunday service with live worship and a message from one of our pastors. If you have kids, we've got you covered. Your children can join us for an active time of biblical lessons. Kids Church happens at the same time as our church services, so both you and your child can hear the Word of God. 
Our youth don't get left out on Sundays either. On Sunday evenings at 6 p.m., Fincastle students Ignite is a time of gathering, games, biblical lessons, and discussion. This is an opportunity for students to deepen their faith and experience the freedom that comes with Christ-centered community. There's a lot more happening at our Highlands campus that we have to offer. For information on our church and our programming and events, go to fincastlebaptist.org and click on the Highlands Campus link. Now, let's get back to On the Way with Pastors Kevin and Pastor Jeff. Well, welcome back to On the Way. I'm Pastor Kevin. I'm here with Pastor Jeff and our special guest, uh, Dr. Minor Vargas uh, from Hope Life and Crown Theological Seminary in Guatemala. And, you know, Pastor Minor, before the break, you were you were talking about vision, the importance of vision. You're talking about how reproducing yourself and how you had to kind of maybe move in a different direction and plant what you called cyber churches because of COVID-19 and the pandemic and people couldn't mm-hmm. talk about that a little bit. How, how do you just practically do that? Uh, we were talking about vision mm. and cloning. One, one of the things that is not just the student that has to have a vision, but the teacher mm-hmm. and the vision mm-hmm. to see after whoever you look like, I look like. In seminaries, people, or, or traditional seminaries, people are looking for someone that has been in church for so long. In my way, whoever you bring me, mm. I can teach to be a church planter. All mm. I want them is one thing. If they have believed in Jesus Christ, once my brother who uh, started this uh, school in Guatemala, he brought me a witchcraft doctor to the class. Oh, wow. and I said, what am I going to do with this guy? <laughs> and the guy told me, you know, I, I want to always to be a Satan's priest. Wow, I said, but wow. I, have you given your life to Jesus Christ? And I explained all the salvation thing. He said, yes. Well, do you want to reassure that again? And once he's reassured it, I put him in my class, wow. a witchcraft doctor wow. that gave his, Christ to, his life gave to his Christ. Life to then wow. a guy I met in jail. I don't know how he got out of jail for selling drugs and cooking the best crack in Central Mm. American Mexico. Mm. So he got out of jail and he went to visit me. And he says, is there anything I can do? I said, hey, you want to be part of my class? Yeah. Mm. He says, yes, what do I have to do? First, you have to give your life to Jesus Christ. Mm. And the word of God will change people. So I didn't ask him to go three years to the seminary. I asked him to give his life to Jesus Christ. Mm. Now he comes to the class. After, ten months after, he's a church planter. Wow. And wow. there were American drug dealer companies trying to pay him $15,000 a month mm. in yes. Guatemala. That's wow. like wow. you have to be in the government to make that much money. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> and he's saying no. He's saying no. I'm a church planter, Mm. and they respect him a lot. So you have to have vision over the people. Yeah, because the rewards of following Christ and surrendering your life to him are so much better than a fat bank account. Yes. Because the Bible tells us to lay up for ourselves treasures in heaven, not here on earth. And so I love that you're you're teaching these men that, and they are buying into this vision. I I have been flying a lot around the world, over 3 million miles, Mm. and I go the the airline style. Mm. They don't ask you, where are you coming from? Where are you coming from? No, they want to ask you, where would you like to go today? So I don't ask my students, have you been in jail? Have you been in adultery? Have you been in witchcraft? 
where are you coming from to see if they qualify. No, I want to ask them, would you like to church plant churches? Where would you like to go? Man, that's a great word. So and American know, Airlines, this is what they ask me every time. Where are you going today? Man, that's a great word. I'm writing uh, that down. Pastor, I'm uh, you put know, that in a sermon. Yeah. <laughs> yeah that, as, they, as they say, Pastor Jeff, that'll preach. Yes, it will. That yeah. dog will hunt. Yeah, that dog will hunt. So it, it's not where you've been. It's where you're going. And you know what? A new year, uh, new year is a time for New Year's resolutions. And again, we want to encourage you. You know, uh, the Bible says it this way. In Philippians, forgetting what's behind yes. and straining toward yeah. what's ahead, mm. I press on to win the prize for which God has called me heavenward in Christ Jesus. Right. And our yes. hope and prayer is maybe that's what you needed today, that encouragement uh, to strain ahead at the beginning of a new year. It's not where you're coming from, as Pastor mm. Minor just said. It's where you're going, or as we like to say, where you're on the way to. That's right. That's right. And this all happens. You know, you you uh, pouring yourself into these men's lives, the lives of these men, teaching them how to be a pastor and, and giving them the vision that they can strive for, that all comes about not through your strength and not through our strength as we try to do the same thing here in our United States church, but it comes about um, from... What it says in Acts one eight, it yes. says you will receive power, and the Holy Spirit has come upon you, and you'll be my witnesses in Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, and the ends of the earth. It's the power. Yeah, and so Pastor Minor, you you have to at times just kind of feel like that when you're speaking, it's it's the power of God flows mm. through you. Yes, the power of God falls on you. Yeah, and as you are speaking and training and encouraging. You, you almost, there's nothing like that sense, is mm. there? I call it not just the power of God, but the love of mm. God who can use anyone mm. to save many souls. God mm. loves the soul so much that he gave his own son. Amen. So he that's continually. He continued to love all these people that have right. converted to him. So I wow. think I can feel that love and that power of God in every teaching, in other thing that I can feel is that the students can also feel their connection, and they are gone over there. That's why I, I will encourage anyone to learn a little bit more of what we're doing mm. to pray for us. One day they might want to even go with you to one of your missions in Guatemala mm. and go and see these churches in the middle of uh, nowhere under right. a tree or under... Rivera of on a river and mm. the corner of a river, people will go at five in the morning where the woman will go and do their laundry in the river and just open a church mm. right there because there's a group of six, eight people. Yeah, again, uh, <laughs> we want to remind you that the church is not a building. No, it's and not. And when we think of a church, often we really are, really aren't correct theologically. We think of no. you know the uh, building, but as right, we often right. say, the church is people. And we're their yeah. people. They need the Lord. So as we Amen. wrap up in just a couple minutes that we have left, Pastor Minor, how, how can people just practically, how can they be involved? How can they help? What, what would you ask of them in the couple minutes that we have remaining? The most special thing people can do, maybe they can pray for our students at Crown Seminary, hmm. pray for Minor Vargas. We continuously travel dangerous places where we go mm -hmm. on the road 
So pray for us. Pray for strength. Yeah. Pray that God make us brave. And also, if they will contact Fincastle Church, mm. maybe they would like to join this vision because uh, we have to find a sponsors. We don't charge no one to study. Everybody studies for free. Everybody graduates for free. They even have a cap and gown to graduate people mm. from the mountains of Guatemala who never thought wow. they could <laughs> have a certificate, much less a degree, because some of them have continued all the way to a master's, doctor's degree. Wow. But wow. That's awesome. we're not charging them money. So mm. they need a sponsor. Maybe someone would like to join this venture. Yes, I know that. My wife and I personally have sponsored uh, church planting and church planters in Guatemala. I know mm -hmm. Pastor Jeff, this year, even our church staff, yeah, our staff for our yeah. Christmas party, yeah. our gift, instead of just giving gifts to one another, right. we, we basically took that money and we're sponsoring church yeah. planters here. We've done that in the past few years, and it's just been, it's so rewarding to see that happening. And to see, I know personally, I was there and I saw it firsthand, and it is inspiring, inspiring. Well, I mean, we need to wrap up here because our time is about done, unfortunately. It is. And, man, I just want to circle back to something that, you know, Pastor Binder had said earlier about, uh, look, it's where you're going yeah. that makes the difference. It's mm -hmm. not where you're from. What we often say is uh, no matter who you are, no matter where you've been, no matter what you've done, God's grace, God's mercy, and his love is available for you today. And if we can help you, we'd love to hear from you. Send us an email to otw at fincastlebaptist.org. That's OTW for On The Way at fincastlebaptist.org. Thanks again for listening. Trust you'll have a great day. You've been listening to On The Way with Pastor Kevin and Pastor Jeff. Do you have a question for the pastors? Feel free to email them at otw at fincastlebaptist.org. To listen to more on the way, visit fincastlebaptist.org slash otw or subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. Thanks for listening to us while you are on the way.